<laughs> so, so I turned around to him and I said, the whole jar? And he said, yes. And so he, he put the whole thing in and I still can't walk straight. Oh, you hey. can't ever tell that joke in public again. Well, I, I, um, that's, it's so offensive. I could tell it through it's interpretive so dance and then that way it's up to the listener. You can't, nay, the you can't. watcher to decide. No, you can't do that. You can't do it. But I'll tell you what I can do. What can you do? Start a podcast. Hey, everybody! Yay! It's Big Damn Cast, week four. Oh, blimey. We're all ghost busted out. A month, a month of Big Damn Cast. So, uh, yeah, it's, yeah, wow, it's been a whole month by this point. It's been a whole month. And to celebrate, we're doing another Ghostbusters episode. Yay! This no, time we're talking right. about the filmation show. No, 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 no. We've got plenty of stuff to talk no. about. Star Wars Celebration has happened since we last all yes. sat and gathered around the same microphones. We've got Mr. Tippett from there. Cool stuff happened there, but we'll get into that in a sec. Oh, yeah. Telltale have dropped their first um, Batman trailer, which is pretty sexy. Yes, yes. And also, we've all nearly got ourselves run over by um, not paying attention to the world around us, thanks to a nifty new game on our phones. Yeah, I, the, I, uh, I really like Marvel Future Fight. I really like it. I mean, you do. That was, <laughs> that, that was obviously an allusion to another thing, but yeah. as we're talking, Future Fight is doing its load screen it power is, up it's thing. It's not even doing its load screen. I'm actually, I'm actually auto playing the game. <clears throat> what? Yeah, it plays itself once you beat the mission, so you don't have to grind. But in anyway, Soviet Russia, Future Fight plays you! Um, <laughs> Hit us off, Matthew. Hit us hard and fast uh, with, your, with your dirty well, big old meaty log of been, news. What's been going on with you, Chris? What have you been up to over the last week since I talked to you last? Crying, mostly. No, I've, I've, been, I've been away working at a literature festival yeah. in Wales. Uh, a bit of weeping. Trying to get my console working. Oh, how about you, Matthew? You watched anything interesting? You read anything interesting? N- no, no. I was no. Just, uh, just alone in Barry. There's not really, <laughs> not really much you can alone do there. Alone in Barry. Not only much you can do there other than try to avoid making references to a Boosty 3 sitcom. And <laughs> it's alright. The places there do it for you. There yeah. are chip shops named yeah. after characters from, from Go and Stacey. It's like. Fantastic. Great. This is the, this is the Hatfield of the, uh, of, of, well, of Wales, of a different country. Terrible. Terrible. Should make it a tourism location. What am I doing? I'm, I'm, I'm resting. <laughs> you've been watching something too, or you've been scouting no, out chippies and barry for distance. I've been doing things and bits and pieces. I've been, I've been playing some video games. We streamed some Ghostbusters, the video game, on Saturday night. <laughs> uh, that was quite fun. Um, got my streaming rig up and running, so we've got some more streams and stuff coming down the pipe for you. I had a little watch of Stranger Things on Netflix. Oh, I don't know anything about this. Please You're tell me more. Have you seen Super Eight? No, I don't know anything about this. Tell it. me more. It's kind of like Super 8 in that it's clearly an homage to like the sort of 80s Steven Spielberg, Ian, sort of <laughs> Steven Spielberg, Ian, Ian Spielberg. Ian uh, Spielberg, as I live in Brian. The 80s Ian Spielberg of... Um... <laughs> Basically, while Spielberg's making movies that are making America go, uh-huh. Someone else is making Spielberg I'm Ian, things. I'm Ian Spielberg. Um, <laughs> it's got that kind of E.T. latchkey kids, Goonies thing. Okay. Um, it's, I've only watched the first episode, I think it's eight. Um, it's, it's a Netflix original, so it's all dropped at the same time. Um, and it's a bunch of kids are playing Dungeons and Dragons, and then one of them goes missing on his way home. And there may be something weird and alien happening, because this something comes and is stalking him through the woods, and then he disappears. And then a girl appears who's, who's doesn't really talk and she's got weird psychic powers. And then a, a government agency comes to take her away and Winona Ryder's in it as well. Um, and I <laughs> Is really... she just stealing things in the background? Yeah. <laughs> the government agents are taking the girl away. Winona Ryder's like just putting a purse inside you her bag. could say she steals the show. <laughs> <laughs> um, she shoplifted once. Yes. Uh, 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 no, it's, it's interesting. It's got potential. I mean, it's 
it's an 80s period piece and it's got like children it's a children it's not a kids show but it's a show about kids okay um it's like the first half of it kind of okay. so it, that, that that kind of story really gets me I'll, i like the st- stories about being a child in the 80s and 90s really are kind of my jam so um <laughs> yeah that was it it's grabbed me and I just need to watch a bit more of it. So that's the thing. Stranger Things. Stranger Things. I shall get my eyes wrapped around mm. it. Also, the title font looks like the old font they use for Stephen King novels on the, the old <clears> cover <throat> font. More um, comparisons. So it's like, yes, it's, uh-huh. it's so it's so 80s genre-ified. <laughs> um, it's so 80s. Also on the subject of Netflix. So we know that CBS is doing the Star Trek revival TV show. Yar. That's... We don't have the CBS on-demand service over here because we don't have CBS because we're the UK. So Netflix have acquired the worldwide distribution rights for the Star Trek show that's premiering in January of next year. Which is currently called Star Trek. Star that's all Trekking we across the universe. <laughs> um, we, don't, yeah, we don't know. What, I, I believe they said it's set in the original timeline. Oh, so it would fit in with the other shows then. But oh. they haven't said what period it's set in. Well, that's fine. I'm down with that. So I'm down with that. Imagine if they bridged the gap between Enterprise and the original series and were, you know, good. Um, I don't think you need to bridge the gap between the Enterprise and the original series, because the gap between the Enterprise and the original series is the original series? Well, there's still time. There's still big leap. Because that way they could market, yeah, that way they could market the whole Firefly kind of thing that Enterprise tried and failed to sort of replicate. I mean, Enterprise was just a bad show. There's no two ways about it. But Apart from about five stories in season five where they knew they were cancelled, they went, sod it. And they yeah. just wrote whatever the hell they wanted and suddenly it was like, oh my god, it's come alive! Incidentally. It's a shame you're going now. <laughs> all of Star Trek is now on Netflix in the UK, so if you haven't seen the good bits of the Star Trek, I know, not just like, <laughs> not just Next Generation, like the whole franchise all, is on Netflix now. All five TV series plus the animated series. And I think a handful of the films are also on there too. Uh, yeah, well, there's a handful of films on there anyway, but I think all the films are on there now. I think the two J.J. Abrams ones are on there too, which, yeah. you know, good good to get them out of the way as a refresher before watching the third one. Oh, if man. you're remotely interested in watching the third one. Is... I don't know if I'm bothered. It's um... really weird to say that, because I really like certain portrayals. That... As far as the casting goes and everything, I really enjoy everybody in those I roles. I think I'm bothered. I think I, I probably will see Star Trek Beyond. Even though they've completely enveloped Idris Elba in blue foam. Star Trek Beyond! <laughs> if that isn't the opening title sequence, I'm walking out. If the movie doesn't start that... Star Trek Beyond! The best part about this is the bit you guys can't see. Yeah. It's the arm movements. So yeah, that has to happen. Oh, um, ask your, ask your dads, <laughs> ask your mums and dads, are oh, your listeners. Madness, pure madness. <laughs> um, so new Star Trek will start dropping on Netflix in the new year, the day after its American broadcast. I think is when they said it's going to be. Like yeah. they get it, and then yeah. the next day UK Netflix gets it, so you can watch it in the morning. Are we going to do? A, are we going to do a review of Star Trek Beyond? I think we'll have to. Yeah, we'll, after we'll that, I think we will. Yeah. <laughs> One star. There was no madness. In the no soundtrack. madness. 
<laughs> Suggs was fuming. Um, so from uh, Star Trek Star to the world's greatest detective. I'm terrible at segues. Batman is returning to your video game device Batman. very soon. Batman. <laughs> Coming for you. Horror. Horror. I'm counting on it. Isn't it depressing that that's now like the fourth slash fifth best Batman movie? What are you talking about? It's, oh, come on. Let's be honest. It's the second best between, behind the best Batman movie of all time, Batman Returns. I hate you. <laughs> fiery biblical passion. Oh, point of contention. It's terrible. It's so, great! <laughs> so, uh, the Happy Meal toys scarred children. Oh. Uh, so, uh, it's great! Batman Returns, not the movie, to uh, consoles next month. It has now been announced that on the 2nd of August, episode 1 of Telltale's Batman will drop on PSN, Xbox Live, uh, and on Steam. And it is the start of a what looks like a heavily detective element-led story. Yeah, episode 2 might even be out by the following August. By just... <laughs> Well, so they've got to plow ahead on schedule because they've also announced, and I think I'm going to wait. Excuse me, burping. Terrible. I'm going to wait for this one. Keep it. Oh God, no! Don't do that. I'm going to wait for the physical release, which is coming out on September the 16th, which is uh, known as Tell- Batman: The Telltale Series DLC Edition, which will be out in stores for PC and uh, PS, PS3, PS4, PC, and Xbox One. And it's uh, it's the first five episodes of the eight plus all the DLC, mm. and it's at a relatively reasonably cheap price for a, a full package release. That sounds I th- good. I think I'm going to wait for the metaphysical release, which already came out, and it's actually coming out every second of every day. Oh, wow. <laughs> How is it so far? Groovy. Oh. Um, but yeah, but to, to accompany the announcement of the release as well, and the fact that it's only like two and a half weeks away from the first episode dropping, if you're going to be downloading it, a new trailer is out too. And it looks pretty slick. It looks like it's heavily just Bruce Wayne... Alfred, the mob, Jim like, Gordon. It looks like they went real heavy on the ink lines. Well, it's in the, as you said, it's in the usual Telltale style. It looks like it's from the same place as the Wolf Among Us and Game of Thrones and Back to the Future. And they've just got a really heavy inker. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what it is. It's like, it's like jams on that. It's a tracer. It's an inker. God um, damn it! So, but I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking. It's Troy Baker as Batman, Bruce Wayne. Um, first time I think he's got to play him seriously, aside from. The Lego games. Yeah, he's in the Lego is the Batman in the Lego games. When I I, I didn't recognize his voice confused. when he was Batman. When he did his Batman voice, I was like, oh, is that Conroy? But then he did his Bruce Wayne voice, like, oh no, that's Troy Baker as Troy Baker. Can we take a moment to appreciate he's now been Batman, the Joker, Two Face, yeah. Nightwing, Jason Todd. Um, he's also been Tim Drake. He's all three Robins in the Arkham games. He's been all three Robins. He's been Catwoman. He's been in Catwoman. Poison Ivy. He's been in Poison Ivy. He's been he's been in Penguin. He was both of, he was both of Penguin's henchwomen in Arkham Origins. Not people know that. He's been in Riddler. Is They're it? terrible. <laughs> oh, those guys. Ladies and gentlemen, please that's all right. We love Northern North, but he's not fooling us. I'm a piece of work. North's Cockney accent is obviously not defined enough in Arkham City that in Arkham Origins, thugs make references in secret to the fact they think he's putting on the voice yeah. to sound tough. It's like, I wonder if they did that on purpose, because Northern North's sort of like, not quite entirely there with the accent. 
almost, but not it's quite Cockney. entirely unlike it's... Cockney. Well, yeah, it's it's kind of like it's if it's as if Dick Van Dyke had taken a couple weeks of extra lessons to actually try and refine the accent, but couldn't quite get there. And I, that's I, Penguin. I, I do like City. it because it's something different for Nolan North. It's it's different from usual voices. Like I, I always like Troy Baker stuff that's a, that's far away from Troy Baker stuff. Like when he's British, British Troy Baker's quite fun. Stuff like that. Nolan North makes a good Superman actually, in some of the, um, the TV specials of Lego Superman. I think Nolan North is the is the Nathan Fillion of video game voice work. In How dare you, sir? He does. <laughs> he's quite good at the Square Jawed Hero stuff, which is why the Nathan Drake stuff is so good because it's kind of, of a subversion of that stereotype. He's also a damn good Deadpool. He's the only person I've known to do Deadpool and tackle the three narration, or the three voices in his head. Two narration See, boxes version of Deadpool. I'm not a huge fan of two narration box Deadpool, but he pulls it off in the game. Like they sound like I'm not, they sound like the same voice with see, three distinct. I've not played the game because every second of footage I've seen in the game has made me go, "Nope, don't want too much of that. I'd rather claw my ears off. It's so irritating. It's so, so irritating." You do realize you spend lots of free time with me. The game is nothing in comparison to that. Yeah, I've got prosthetic ears. The game's like, oh, <laughs> I just wonder why they were blue. No, I, I did wonder why they were they, they were they were peach coloured, but on the outside of your blue rubber helmet, Mister Mister Captain America from the nineties. To be fair, I was concerned. <laughs> I was concerned about. I'm just going to ride over that. Fair I was concerned about. So did the costume designer on that gosh. movie. I was concerned about. Why don't we just make holes for his ears? Ah, we'll just sculpt rubber ears. No one will notice. I was concerned <laughs> about the Deadpool movie until that came out, and then I loved that. I've watched it twice in the last week. Good God. Um, Good God, man. Yeah. Um, I mean, that, yeah, is the medically, really that is the medically safe amount. But every every time I see the footage of that game, and I've seen a big chunk of playthrough footage from like the, the early part of the game, and it's just... It, it's, 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 a, it's a hack and slash that eventually it's not gets even really the gameplay, boring. It's just the humour. <laughs> it's just so relentlessly annoying. <laughs> I was like, I can't. I don't want to. I, I have no interest in playing that. Um... So yeah, that's my views on the Deadpool game. I'm not the North. I'm gonna get you game. high and make you play it. No, you're not. Uh, I mean, so it's not gonna happen. <clears throat> it is. So uh, big damn stream coming soon. Uh, big damn toke. So uh, moving on from Batman, Suicide Squad, more trucker. Those teasers, yeah, are actually making me feel a little more excited about this movie. And I think it's because they're not focusing on as the controversial opinion, the Joker. Oh God. The more they focus on the team, the more I'm excited for it. Yeah, the less I see of Jared Leto's Joker, the more interested I am in that movie. The more I see of Jared Leto's Joker, the less interested I am in that movie. It's weird, isn't it? Show me more glimpses of, of Batfleck on top of on top of a moving car. Show me more glimpses of Jai Courtney sticking his tongue out and trying to lick his own mutton chops. <laughs> Show me more glimpses of Will Smith's version of Floyd Lawton, and I'm like, you know what? I'm in. Oh, I'm like, I'm enjoying what I'm seeing. I, I kind of like, I, I like the fact that Will Smith has Will Smith Deadshot. But it's Will Smith in R rating territory, not PG thirteen. As Will Smith, it's like he's sort of gone. I'm gonna be a little bit edgier now. Has Will Smith, Will Smith, Deadshot, or has Will Smith, Deadshot, Will Smith? I think it's the former and the latter. Deception. That was the sound. Sound of him shooting himself from another rooftop. Um, Ricochet. Yeah, Suicide Squad looks like it looks like Suicide Squad. Um. Killer Croc looks pretty boss. It's very the trailers are very colourful. The Killer Croc makeup looks really interesting. The character Diablo, designs Diablo looks pretty sweet. He looks like a cool character. He's still over designed, but looks like it might be quite kind of fun. Notice the lack of marketing based around Katana. Not yeah yeah. 
I mean, I can understand it for Slipknot, because let's be perfectly honest, he's going to be the first yeah, one to die. die straight away. He's going to die. Um, um, but even Rick Flagg is getting some spotlight now. Which is... Which makes sense, because he's meant to be the one who's wrangling the team on the, or like when they're on missions. But it's also ironic, because he's the least charismatic actor in the universe. Who is it? <sighs> Mr... That one... No charisma. Rick Flagg is... Um, Oh, the so Robocop nice. dude. Is, um, oh, right, okay. I don't know his name, but I know exactly yeah, yeah, who yeah. you mean. His name I've, escapes me. And then Captain Boomerang is Jai Courtney. <clears throat> so, uh, but then Will um, Smith is in the movie, Charisma Machine. Yeah. Um, Mad Robbie's Harley Quinn looks interesting. Yeah. But as we saw, as we said a few weeks ago, looks like they've kind of it's a bit missed the sex, point yeah. of the character. Yeah, and they're just playing up the whole, oh, look, she's barely clothed. Why? She's naked. Though I will admit, in those little like teaser images that they're putting out now, we had a look at some of these promo ones just before we started recording. The comic book graphic pop art stuff at the beginning, where the, all the actors have basically been given a moment, like it's like a costume testing almost, like they sort of do a little action and then it yeah, freezes yeah. and then the promo begins. The, the shot of her walking toward camera, just like popping gum, looking like, like carrying the bat, yeah. so she's about to hit you. It's like, oh, there's Harley Quinn. Yeah. And then the footage began and it was like and she, now she's bending over and the camera's lingering on her ass and oh dear yeah. okay well done I, I mean, mean Harley Quinn isn't a role model so I'm, not, I'm never like sort of they should shoot her like a hero because she yeah, shouldn't she's be not a, hero. a hero but at the same time you don't have to treat her entirely like a sex object so there we go which it feels like they're doing yeah but hey at least Amanda Waller is jay oh wait no no she's not okay <laughs> I just don't want to I don't I want to go and see that movie and have a really good time, but also somehow have it so that my brain and eyes and ears completely white noise out the Joker. Which is not something I thought I'd say about the Joker. I know, right? We should be excited as all hell. Like, oh, new Joker, but then everything they've shown him just looks awful. Yeah. Just all like, oh, look at him. He's basically a wannabe gangster. That's his thing. Look at the way he's dressed and look at the grills. Look at his pimp coat. Look at the Joker's pimp coat. All of his outfits. It's like, are you telling me this dude's been around for 20 years fighting the Affleck version of Batman? I don't believe that for a goddamn second. He would be dead. He would be dead straight away. Not only would he be dead, if he's been around 20 years, he would... Well, it looks like he's just shown up, basically. It looks like he's just rocked up and that makes me sad because you and I are destined to do this forever. The one who had a one and done movie even said that. And oh, good lord, good lord, good lord. But the promos look promising, and who knows, maybe it'll Ghostbusters us. Maybe it'll Ghostbusters us right in the face, and we'll be like, actually quite like that. Who knows? Hmm. We want, I think the difference is we want this one to be really I good. really want Suicide Squad to be good, because Warner Brothers need a good DC movie after Batman vs Superman. <laughs> it was, it oh. was not, it, they need us, they need a hit, they need a hit, or it's gonna fall apart. <laughs> Speaking of falling apart, <laughs> my pants have come off. Every now and then I fall apart. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. Speaking of falling apart, um, we're not going to dwell on it too long, but uh, the internet didn't love Ghostbusters, but there are a chunk of people like ourselves who were like, no, we enjoyed it. There are also a lot of people going, it's fine. And it seems to be the most divisive movie in forever. And there are real problems in the world, guys. But, you know, if you want to bicker about something pointless for a bit, that's fine. And, you know, distract yourself. We only live once. But, point is, in the wake of Ghostbusters coming out, Max Landis has basically put out his entire pitch that he had written for a scene-by-scene breakdown of his version of Ghostbusters 3 that was doing the rounds behind the scenes before uh, Amy Pascal said, no, I'm giving it to Paul Feig and he's going to reboot it. Um, It was like two or three meetings away from this possibly being the movie we got. It was a threequel. It was kind of a 
soft reboot in the sense that you didn't have to have seen the other two to get it, but seeing the other two would have meant a lot to you with certain characters. We'll link it in the description here because it's worth a glance if you ever wanted to see what a a what-if story would have been for that world that we left behind after two films. Which is pretty much what all Max Landis scripts are at this point. Yeah. It feels like it feels like every movie that's ever been made that was kind of terrible, Max Landis wrote a treatment for it. And after the movie comes out, he's like, here's my treatment that I wrote for this movie that just came out that was terrible, but I wrote a treatment for it that was really good. Mwah, look at my haircut. Um, <laughs> and then you read it and go, actually, that's a pretty good script, but A, it's probably unfilmable. Um, B, and it didn't it, happen, it, did it? It didn't happen. <laughs> And see, so did you actually write this back then, or is this something you knocked up because you didn't like the I, movie? I think I think it is a thing he wrote back then because this one has been doing the rounds for a while that oh, he yeah, that he it. that he thingy. But, well, but also know. because he does tend to, he will claim if he's written something new. Force Awakens, for example, he really didn't like Force Awakens. And last week, I've still not read this, but last week, uh, the, the finished thing I made, but I read these tweets. Really last week, he tweeted that as a warm because everyone always said, "Do you think you could do it better?" And I'm like, "No," because I don't think I could do it based on the sort of film they went wanted to make, but. As a warm-up, one day last week, he wrote the first, like, seven pages of what he would have written for a Star Wars 7. So I think he would, if it was something he'd written after the fact, he would brag about it and be like, well, this is what I would have done. Whereas these ones, it's like, oh, this I passed this around. and I feel like he's been made. attached to every major franchise movie at the last <laughs> five years, five to seven years at some point. You're saying you should just concentrate on Dirk Gently? No, I don't think. I don't think. <laughs> I think people should just leave Dirk gently alone. When you say that, but next week when we talk about San Diego Comic Con stuff, we'll probably have to talk about the preview footage of Dirk gently. <sighs> so yeah, uh, mints and tatties. If you want to read it, link is below in the description. Now maybe SDCC next week, but over this past weekend, it was SWC. Yep. Yeah. Social. Yeah, no. Wisdom. No. Craps. Yes. Star Wars Celebration! Yay! The first ever Star Wars Celebration in the UK as well! Because naturally, most of the actors and the sets and the costumes are all over here now. What Matthew, is this Star Wars thing of which you speak? It's, uh, oh, it's got like a flat shit. Yeah, but a long time William, ago. William, William Shatner was in it or something, I don't know. <laughs> tell me, Matthew, tell me oh, of, man. of the Celebration! So Rogue One's going out this year. Rogue One, a Star Wars story. Rogue One, a Star Wars story. Aren't they all Star Wars stories? Aren't we all? Aren't all end? stories Star Wars or all Star Wars stories? Well, they always say that there's no there's no new stories under the sun. They've all been told. And Star Wars apparently happened a long time ago and got too far, far away. It's technically any story ever there's, since has just been a rip of Star Wars. There's no new stories under the Twin Suns. Um, <laughs> so. Nicely done. <laughs> lovely new poster. I'm going to show Chris this lovely new poster. Oh, that is a lovely new poster. Of the, of the Death Star on a beach, and then running rebels, and yeah, it looks good. Um, it is, so it is kind of cool to see them on a beach. There's a new teaser you, trailer. You don't think of beaches being in Star Wars. It looks really cool to see them on a beach. I know, right? It's the, I bet it's the, I bet the whole planet's like that, though, because that's what Star Wars is like. Can we move that? All, all planet is... Every planet right, in the Star planet, Wars universe. Desert planet. Uh, this planet's uh, a nice planet. That's one biome. Uh, this one's a moon, but it's a forest moon, so I'm not quite sure how it acts as a moon, because it's covered in green things. The forest moon of Endor. Oh. Not, it's not Endor. I'm going to hand it over now to other people. And give it to, just give it to me, Chris. I'm going to hand it over to other people. Uh, George. See if they can. George, yes. go away. Okay. Go away. Okay. Go and write Red Tails 2. It's never going to get made. <laughs> go away. So, JJ, what planets have you come up with? Well, I'm thinking a desert planet. Oh, for God's sake, JJ! <laughs> No! Of the three planets we've had. But it's like poetry. <laughs> it rhymes. It's like standards ramps. If we get George all right. He's the key to all of this. Stop. Stop. <laughs> Stop it now. 
<laughs> right. Um, new but. trailer's out for uh, Rogue One. Well, it's not out. It was only shown at Celebration. It has been described. It has been described and includes the the the, the, the debut, the, the new debut again. The second for coming. The second, the second the third, coming. For the third time, the first appearance <laughs> of one Darth Vader. Ah, Darth Vader, the Welsh instrumentalist mm. and so we're no, we're, playwright. We're, we're now getting Darth. In Rogue One. Played by the dude who, like, physically was like the Ice Warrior and stuff for Doctor Who. Is he? Yeah, he's one of the Doctor Who uh, alumni, one of their performers. And uh, he played, like, the, um, what do you call it? Oh, God, I'm trying to remember. Basically, any tall, scary-ass monster from the last few years, apart from the two in the last series that were played by the same dude. And Matt Smith. Uh, yeah. Um, so, yeah. Uh, it's, it's a guy who's been Doctor Who's physical playing him. And voiced by James Earl Jones. Yes. Good God, yes. James Earl Jones. And speaking of James Earl Jones, obviously he recently reappeared as Darth Vader in a certain TV show. Ah, yes. <laughs> Star Wars Rebels. Rebels. Star Wars Rebels. Star Wars Packers. There's a of coffee Rebels. one in every one. Um, <laughs> Star Wars. I've been watching Rebels on and off. <laughs> Uh, it's, Which is a bad way to treat your television, really. Yeah, exactly. Just, it's like, no, no, just sh- 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 it out. Um, <laughs> I need to get on DVD and just watch the whole thing start to finish because what I have watched a bit I've really enjoyed but um, I don't get time to sit down and watch it as much as I'd like I tried to series um, record it on my Virgin Box and Disney XD was showing it out of sequence at the time yeah because when they repeat and, it they don't yeah, repeat it you know? and the episode descriptions didn't say which episode was which so sometimes was, they do sometimes just, they don't it's I just really, cleared it yeah it's really frustrating yeah. and sometimes the two parts get put together as a single edit so that's weird <laughs> um, but and it's a big but season 3 trailer Yes. Part of the series is skipping forward in time. Yeah. We've got um, the... Kanan. There we go. That's the one. That's his name. The last Padawan. The last Padawan. Canon the last Padawan. Looks like he's become sort of a blind Jedi Master. And Ezra is... Taller and balls are dropped. Taller and older and looking like Freddie Mercury. And also with his little moustache. Yeah, I And also learning the ways of the dark side from Darth Maul in an effort to destroy the Sith from the inside. Mm-hmm. We've got a so certain... Interesting how the, it's so interesting how Clone Wars went. We're going to do a bit of Darth Maul. We're going to do a couple of Darth Maul storylines. And the Rebels are gone. No, yeah, we really like Darth there. Maul. Darth Maul's going to be a yeah. big part of this show. Um, but not voiced by Peter Serafinovich, which completely confuses yeah. me. Like, he right. would happily return to the role. Would he, though? Yeah, oh god yeah. Would he? Oh god yeah. Mm, okay. Sarah Finnewich totally would. Okay. Because he'd be like, wait, you're going to give me good lines to say as Darth Maul? He's too busy training to be the tick. Oh, Spoon! <laughs> so, um, <laughs> um, so we've, got, we've got, got Maul. We have a giant mystic creature thing voiced by Tom Baker. Yeah, because Which why just not? fits so well. Why not? Because it works oh. so well in Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> uh. But he, come on, when his voice came out in this trailer, you were sort of like, that's Tom, is that Tom? Holy balls, that's Tom Baker. That's Tom Taker. Um, so Tom Baker and David Tennant have played characters in... Yeah. Uh, I think his Tennant was a robot in... Was he Rebels or was it the last series of Clone Wars? Clone Wars? Yeah. And then he's currently playing a robot in TMNT. Fugitoid. Uh, we've also got everyone's favourite, Chiss. And <laughs> canon immigrant from the old expanded universe, Grand Admiral Thrawn. Hell yeah. Um, for those who don't know I was just about to say the exact same sentence that was creepy yeah but I'm better at this than you are it's very um, <laughs> for those who don't know you're also wearing more clothes uh, oh barely uh, <laughs> say it again uh, for those that don't know Grand Admiral Thrawn was the main antagonist of the uh, Thrawn trilogy of novels by Timothy Jean 
Smithy John, 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 John. Uh, which was, it's widely regarded, I don't, I don't think it was the first, but it's widely regarded to be the, the kick-off in earnest of like the post-return of the Jedi canon before the Disney acquisition and Disney going, oh, that stuff doesn't count anymore. Um, it's one of the few uh, sets of uh, expanded universe, old expanded universe stuff that I've actually bothered reading um, because it's so it's so well regarded, and they, but there's so much of that stuff mm. that basically any time the question used to come up for being, I want to get into the Star Wars expanded universe, where do I start? Everyone goes the Throne trilogy. Next question. Um, <laughs> it's, does, does the Throne trilogy, trilogy also introduce Mara Jade? Yes. Yeah, and 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 so Jean came up with that character as well. Yes. Another fan favorite. That everyone's yes. like. Please work her into yeah. it somewhere. Uh, and I guess Ryan Johnson will probably hint as to whether or not she existed. I don't know if I'd like Mara Jade in there. I think if Mara Jade was going to be in there, we'd have already seen her in some of the spin-off material because of the... If it was going to be the same... If she was going to have the same sort of relationship to the old regime and the Emperor that she does in the old Expanded Universe, I think we would have seen her already. In We would, we would definitely have seen her in Kieran Gimmel's Darth Vader comic. Because that, okay. deals with some of, that deals with some of the stuff that is Mara Jade's backstory in the old expanded universe and she's not around in Kieran Gimlin's Darth Vader show. So what you're saying is the in, sec- uh, Darth Vader comic. What you're saying is the sexy redhead evil Jedi um, of the old lot is now gone and we don't have any sexy redheaded evil Jedis. Yes. But we do have a sexy blue British alien man in a tight white uniform. Yes. I'll take what I can get. <laughs> so Thrawn is back. Not, um, only, not only in Rebels, though. He's also getting a novel by Timothy Jahn. Called Thrawn. In the same yeah. style as Tarkin. Yeah. So there's going to be this continuous series, I'm assuming, of, of books based on these figures who aren't like the main players who are going to be getting their own novels. I don't think he's going to occupy the same place in the canon as he used to. He's not going to be like the one of the leaders of the Imperial Remnant post-Jedi. It looks like he's going to be... His his reign is going to exist yeah. between 3 and 4 for the most part. Which which would make sense because if he, if that was the place they were putting him in, he'd have already appeared in Chuck Wendig's Aftermath novels. Yes. The second of which has also given spark to new theories about who Snoke is. Jesus H. Wellington. Like there's a character in the second... <clears throat> Aftermath novel, Life Debt, which, um, now Aftermath novels are like the official return, post yeah. return of the Jedi stuff. I need to read this. I've only, I've only got, I've got a, I've got, I've, a, I've got a Road to the, the Force Awakens yeah. novel, but I've not got yeah. an Aftermath one. I've got the Greg Rucker one um, that leads into the, into the film. But Aftermath, the, the second novel deals with a character called, I think his name is Gallius Rax, who's recruited by the Emperor as a child because he can resist the Emperor's attempt to influence and probe his mind. Right. So he's the clearly some like, kind of force sensitive. Yeah. The Emperor's then, like, you've got to bit a summit about you. And then he, he, as, he, as he develops <laughs> as, a, as an agent, he, he, has, he sort of shows a, a affinity for, you know, recruiting children and indoctrinating them to his cause and then he's entrusted with the Emperor by a, with a secret mission that's got something to do with the legacy of, of, the, of, the, of, the, of the Empire itself. And also has some connection with Hux's father, okay. who was also involved with the formation of the First Order. Okay. So Which explains why Hux he, is such a, a suck-ass, basically. Yeah, it's like, yeah. his, like his dad was part of the legacy. And so, he's trying to, well, he was out. born into it. From what, from I wonder what if I Dominic, I wonder if um, Donald Gleeson knew that. When they were shooting Probably episode not. seven, or whether they just um, went, be a screamy Nazi man. Although I know the, the, <laughs> the, the actors do have some sort of influence on that because it was Poe Dameron um, was revealed to be 
have been born and raised on Yavin 4. Yes, in because the, in the, oh in, god, what's it called? Uh, Shattered, Shattered, Empire. Shattered Empire. Which I read as an overall 62 series, not amazing. 24, isn't it? I th- well, it might be. I just got it as a trade, but it, but it's not. It's, it's not particularly amazing. It's kind of weirdly paced. No. However, it's full of just these little bits of things. Yeah, you go, yeah. Oh, that's quite cool. Oh, yeah. that's quite nice. Oh, that's interesting. Oh, they didn't eat the stormtroopers. No. <laughs> Fair enough. You know what I mean? Uh, so it's, it's stuff like that, um, including the conception of Poe Dameron. Yes. Um, but that 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 <laughs> suggestion came from a uh, lovely Oscar. Sweet, sweet Oscar. Sweet, beautiful Oscar sweet, Isaac. Sweet, beautiful Oscar Isaac. Sweet, may we gaze upon those eyes and sit upon thine face, Oscar Isaac. It was like, oh, that's the kind of climate that, that Oscar himself is descended from. So it, it would make he's like, it makes sense. Well, no, but it's that kind of sort of... Cause he's, How old is he? Because he's Latin American, it's that kind of... How old is he? Oh my God, he is en sabaneur. He isn't, no, God, no. Do you think um, that was a naked, bald Poe Dameron that was hijacked at the start yes. of that movie? Yes. Oh, there we go. And he survived. <laughs> Uh, and then he became to become a mediocre villain. Sweet, sweet Oscar. Um, sweet, sweet, silky smooth. So yeah, that's Oscar all... Isaac, you lovely dude. So I think the actors definitely have some kind of um, influence on that stuff. So yes, yeah, so we've got New Rebels, we've got Thrawn, we've got Rogue One. L- loads of information came out about Rogue One. Um, some really designs. Uh, there's a Rogue One novel, which is a prequel novel that James Lucino's writing. James Lucino wrote a lot of old Expanded Universe stuff. So Quite basically well what Disney are doing is they're going, hey everybody, we're really sorry for those who were really invested in the Expanded Universe so that we had to make it non-canon. But it's legacy, so, you know, it's, it's the idea it's kind of like an alternate universe. Like, if you want to read that one, you read that one. But obviously what we do over here. A sort of like a, a an apology stroke, you know, friendly gesture. We're going to recruit all your favourite writers to work on the new stuff. So, we cool? We yeah. cool? I think that's pretty. I think that is awesome of them. They're not just sort of pushed all of that aside. They've gone right. We have to tidy things up for our plans going forward. We need the freedom yeah, yeah. to do that. But hey, look, you guys appreciate Thrawn. He's coming over to us. Have you guys appreciate these authors. Art, these authors, they're coming over to us. Yeah. So good on them. Uh, there was a Battlefront news as well as a new Battlefront. From we're getting a Death Star expansion. Um, there's going to be a trench run seg- segment in it because, of course, there is. There's also going to be a Rogue One uh, DLC, which is going to be the final bit of DLC for the game. So then it'll be actually be finished, and it'll only cost about £110 to buy the whole damn thing, which is why I still haven't bothered with Battlefront because, God damn, you want how much? How much? And you're not even giving me a single player campaign? What the fuck is wrong with you, EA? Jesus! So, yeah, that's why I haven't got Battlefront yet. Um, and every every bit of Battlefront news I'm saying I, I see is like DLC comes out like well this should have been in the game to start mm-hmm. with oh, that should have been in the game if you're not going to give with. us a single player campaign you need to give us the most ginormous multiplayer like, game I, I played... imaginable so that we would go okay I'll buy it because at least if there's one mode I don't like there's probably going to be about a thousand that I love like I played a chunk of it with my friends after it came out because he's, <clears> he's a big Star Wars and all so he bought it straight away I'm like well it's it's a it's a fairly decent multiplayer first person shooter with a Star Wars skin and really boring maps, <laughs> and then there's a bit of sta- there's a bit of fighter stuff in it, but you can only be an X-wing or a Tie fighter. Mm-hmm. There's only about two maps for that, and it's not as good as Rogue Squadron. We're gonna have to get a memory card and a copy of Battlefront Two from the PS2, and I've have got a both go of that. Things. Oh my God, bring them round! No, we'll, we'll I haven't got Battlefront Two. I've got Battlefront. Oh, uh, well, that's also fun, but Battlefront 2's got, like, the, the stuff where you can fight in Mos Eisley and everything. I've also got Rogue Squadron 2 Rogue Leader for the GameCube. 
You handsome devil. Yes, I have. Yes, I am. God, the we te- should stream it on the big damn stream. The technology we've recently acquired means that we can do so many new games yes. from so many different consoles. Um, so we may have to we may have to show these youngsters what a good Battlefront game actually looks like. But there's a bunch of good Star Wars game, got Star Wars stuff happening. <laughs> um, EA also said, oh, we've got other Star Wars games coming out at some point. Like Battlefront 1.5. In, in, in 2017, probably 2018, maybe. And then the Visceral games come out, like, at some point. Um, fine, EA, whatever. Twitch, everyone just goes, why did you kill LucasArts? Boo! Boo! Go on, you sir! Boo, EA! Boo! Um, what was the one that we were meant to get and then we didn't? Star Wars 1313. Isn't it weird? Surely there could have been a way that Disney could have continued the funding and development of that so that we at least got that and then everything else changed. Do you know what I mean? No, that wasn't possible. Considering how far along it was. That wasn't impossible. You know why that wasn't possible? Why? Because people are idiots. Because EA wanted EA complete. wanted all. They yeah. want it all. They'd rather they'd rather burn something than share it. Some people um, are in this for the good games. Some yeah. people just oh. want to watch your wherever. We also got what else did we get? Um, con- finally, hard confirmation that Alden Ehrenreich is the new Han Solo. Yes, um, he. I watched. There was sort of like a. The, I mean, the he last, looks like a young. The yeah, last that, panel. Of the, that for the last panel of the weekend. Uh, I watched a bit of it. Was an interview with like Kathleen Kennedy and Ryan Johnson, um, and then they get Lord Miller. I did the, the directors for that. I didn't. I, I didn't yeah. Well, that, then yeah. they get then they get those guys out yeah, yeah. and uh, Alden Aaron Reich. Is I it think it? it's Aaron Reich. They get him out, and then John Boyega pops up for a bit, and then Carrie Fisher and Mark Hamill come out, both with their dogs, both mad old bastards. I love them both. Um, I love them so much. And and it's it's a really fun thing. But watching it, I was like. I really like Ryan Johnson. I like his approach. I like it's, Ryan Johnson. It's different from JJ, and but in a way where it's like, oh, so it'll be interesting to see what what happens coming from this guy. Okay, that's cool. I also and we that. also learned that Colin Trevorrow has already begun pre production on episode nine, and that Ryan Johnson had actually started work on episode eight early into the production of episode seven. I'm still not. I'm still not sold on the idea of Colin Trevorrow directing episode nine. No, because. Same. Jurassic World was just so... As long as he's not writing or that is in charge of the story of it, I, mm. I kind of hold out hope. Because I think there were some sequences in Jurassic World that looked really good, pacing-wise. It was genuinely kind of thrilling. But there was also, like, a lack of story and characters. Yeah, it was just... And also, that the way they... <clears throat> that poor assistant character... <clears throat> well, okay, the grass character just, just got savaged! In a way where... It, it was would really only be, mean-spirited in, in, a way, in a way where it only really would sort of feel worth it if she'd have been horrible yeah, earlier Yeah, she on. wasn't. She was just trying to do a job and then she just got savaged for it. It was like, oh, I didn't... And the behind-the-scenes features for that, they're like, we have, like, the, the most horrific dinosaur takedown ever. And it's like, what do you mean dinosaur takedown? Dinosaur. Do you know what the most horrific one ever up to that before that point was, as far as I'm concerned? It was when the lawyer gets eaten on the toilet. And he was kind of a dick. So. And it's devastating because, yeah, it's sort of like a bit of a haha because it's a joke at kind of the stereotype of lawyers. He's a bit of an asshole, And also, it's just this horrifically sad situation. So even if you didn't like him, you kind of feel sympathetic and sorry for him because he's just been eaten whilst on the toilet. Yeah. It's, it's, that's, br- well, we, let's I shred the assistant to pieces. He wasn't on the toilet. He was, he was hiding. hiding in the toilet. Hiding, hiding his pants hiding around his ankles. On the he toilet, in the toilet. He wasn't, he wasn't, <laughs> he wasn't bending one off. Well, he got eaten. He wasn't. Inter- oh, Tyrus just goes hum, hum. Oh, oh, oh. He wasn't interrupted mid. Could you have finished first? 
Um, <laughs> couldn't you have cut that long? No. Um, so no. Yes, but at this panel, and the thing is, I like old Alden Ehrenreich because I I've only ever seen him one thing, and I really enjoyed him in it. I saw him in um, I've still not a seen Hail, Hail Caesar. Caesar. He's really good in it. He looks. He's, he's I've, really seen, I've seen that in, scene in a they... movie that's kind of eh, by the end of it. It's like because eh. they had he's that scene really really good in the trade what, what that scene one of the trailers oh, you mean was the, just you mean the, the scene you mean the well the detwerso scene oh, just, it, oh I have good news for you my friend <laughs> I have good news for you the trailer is about two thirds of that scene oh my god it's carefully oh edited oh my god the scene itself is a bit longer because that trailer which is just immaculate scene, I just had me piercing myself no, no, start again would the detwerso scene Tripping me. Would it just tripping? <laughs> Would it were simple? No, tripping don't, me. Don't look up there. Look at me. Look at me. Look at me. Don't say tripping me. Would it were simple? But he was great in that. So I was like, I well, when they announced his casting, I was like, I can, yeah, I can kind of see that. Mm. There's a guy online, everybody, who everyone was championing called Anthony Ibruger, I think, Ibruger, who does Harrison, like he's an actor, but he can do a spot on impression of Harrison Ford. To the point uh, where he pla- not... No, no, but to the point where he played a younger version of, a Harris, of Harrison Ford's character in a film that came out a couple of years ago. Okay. And in that he wasn't doing an impression, but he obviously, in his head, he keeps yeah, all the that's... tones and everything in his head when he's doing it, so it kind of shines through. That's the thing I, need, I think you need to worry about in a situation like that, it's mm. not just doing a Harrison Ford impression. Yeah. But at the same time, that does not a good performance. When you make. see when you see uh, uh, Aaron thingy, when you see his his smirk, you're like, oh, that's yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Now this panel, it was like it was an edit of highlights from it. When he comes out, he's kind of quiet and a bit like he doesn't want to be there, and not in an uncomfortable way. In a really, are we doing this kind of way? Yeah, we're doing this. Which is weird because that made me go, wow, you're just like, like Harrison, Harrison Ford. Ford. <laughs> Harrison, Ford, Harrison Ford pre-recent years yeah, perhaps yeah, but yeah. you know just like Harrison Ford um, you know Harrison Ford pre-weed um, and when John Boyega comes out and he's really excitable and he's sort of like they said have you guys met and he's like yeah we met before and, so, and he's like you had solo man that's amazing he's like, so gives like a big hug and he's like oh you're going to have so much fun like, like oh you, I've got to come like, please I, let me come I, and watch I, some I, filming I, I love John he's Boyega just, so much he's using enthusiasm and um, Aaron Aaron Reich's just sort of like, yeah, yeah okay, yeah, yeah. And it's really like, oh, dude, crack a goddamn smile, be happy, you moody little shite. The happy... one of the coolest characters in the history of genre cinema. Ugh. But yeah, no, I'm looking forward to that. Yeah. yeah. Um, and and I, I'm still intrigued as to where they're going to go next with the solo because I'm guessing solo. Uh, I'm guessing uh-huh. that's the next one after episode eight is. It's probably, it's, it's, probably, it's probably not going to be called Han Solo, a Star Wars story. It's probably going to be called something else, a, a Star Wars story. And the marketing will heavily, obviously, show, oh, this is about Han it's Solo. It's going to be Han Solo, colon, subtitle, a Star Wars story. Han Solo, colon, Chewie's in it also, subtitle. It's going to be about him defecting from the Empire and meeting Chewie. That's what it's going to be about. Yeah. Because that's the only Han Solo story that you need to tell. And it would be awesome. Yeah. People keep saying, like, oh, it'll tie directly into New Hope. And I'm like, no, don't do that. Because no. then you are completely burning the bridge of, 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 of suspended disbelief. Also, if you that's say what Rogue that that's does. the same dude. Yeah, but also if you're saying that that's the same dude in the scene in the canton. No, he needs Hope. to be young, young yeah. Han Solo. We're talking, because... this story needs to be set at least, at least three or four years before New Hope. He's in his late 30s, early 40s in New Hope. Yeah. Oh, no, no, well, he's in his mid 20s. Is he? Yeah. Looks yeah. older. Maybe. Maybe he's just wizened. Maybe he is. Maybe I'm wrong. Were the detours so simple? Um, so I think. Were the detours so simple? I think that. No, 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 dear boy. Were the detours so simple? Were the detours so simple? Were the detours so simple? Oh, God, Lucy showed me um, Grand Budapest Hotel the other That's day. That's a very good film. Ray finds that is so good. Oh, he's so good in that movie. Actually, with all my friends, darling. <laughs> he's just 
excellent in that film. So Edward Norton's great. great in that movie. Willem Dafoe. Willem Dafoe is oh my Jeff days. Goldblum. Goldblum's bloody good in it. Did you just Adrian Brody is oh okay right. We have Did to you stop. just throw my cat out of the window? Until the switch continues her transformation into the new Johnny Depp. She's I, amazing. I can't act unless I have a pair of stupid teeth, age makeup, or a deft hat on. I don't know. She's pretty great in that. Yeah, I'm, I'm waiting for. I'm waiting. For anyway, I'm waiting for Tim Burton to be like, "You're my new prodigy," and for them to wear each other out. Let's. Oh god, that's, <laughs> that's a horrible mental image. That's that. And now, let's get away from the Grand Budapest Hotel because we're so far off topic, <laughs> and get back to the big thing that's happened this week. Yes. I caught my wrist on an iron last Friday, and the burn mark blistered today, and That's it was really weird. Not what I meant. Ouch! Sorry, I didn't mean. To. It's all right. I mean, you did, but well, um, yeah, not there. Just not there. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> um, stop it! Ooh. Silence. Um, it's a good job they can see what we're doing because Christopher, they know it's not incriminating. Christopher, yes. Pokemon Go came out. Ding 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 ding. Sorry, sorry. Pokemon Go allegedly came out <laughs> because. I don't think you can call a release a proper release when the game doesn't fucking work! <laughs> Last so, our review of Pokemon Go. Goodbye, everybody. That first day, I met you, coincidentally. Yeah, by We'd sheer both gone to the same poker spot. I spent a whole day trying to get my streaming gear working, so I was already pissed off. <laughs> I, finally, I eventually got it working later, though. Huzzah! All good now. Um, so I, and then I saw, oh, Pokemon Go is out. I'll download it. And I'll have a walk and clear my head and do some Pokemon in. No. No, it didn't happen. No. Did not happen. Not what happened. <laughs> it was fine until I got to the poke spot I met you at. And then it just stopped working. I'd, re- I'd boot it up. I'd catch a poke. Sorry, I was just healing my bulb. Do you need to answer that? No. no. <laughs> it was an email. It was out of my control. Um, so, <laughs> I get... I catch a Pokemon. Mm-hmm. Spiro, I believe. The ball closes. Nothing. Just hangs there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you see that little... That, that I've come to dread. I see it in my sleep. I see it in my nightmares. That little white spinning ball in the top left corner that means it's trying to ping the server. Just see that. That's all you see. Reboot it. Doesn't connect. Force close the app. Doesn't connect. <laughs> that's it. And that's what it was for the rest of the day. It was just like... Oh, it works for five seconds and it crashes again. And it's got, oh, no. This, this was Thursday. That was my Friday. Because <laughs> I was doing... I, I was still working like when we were like walking around. Yeah, yours, yeah. yours was crashing like crazy. Was I, was still, I was still seeing ratatas and everything. And then Friday, on my way to Piccadilly Station in Manchester, it worked fine. And then once I got on the train, like with Wi-Fi and everything, it just wasn't working. Just constant white yeah. ball in the corner. Do you know what we need? We need some soothing music to make us feel better. No. No. Soothing don't, sounds. Don't do it. Calming I noises. turn the music off. It's Oh, it's so bad. It's so loud. It's so loud. Is it? Yes. Is it, though? Oh, God. Oh, no. Oh. Oh. And now to make sure Nintendo don't copyright claim as we need to sing Chains of Love. Uh, so, there's oh, all God. that. Um, um, thank God for him. It's, uh, I mean, the, the the big thing about this. I mean, I've got it working intermittently over the last week. Yeah. I've not bothered with it today, um, really. Uh, be, but also because it drinks your phone's battery like it's Crystal Pepsi. <laughs> I mean, it goes through that shit. Um, oh God! There's the no thing is, the thing mercy. Is, 
No is, mercy! The weird thing is, you could probably still drink Crystal Pepsi now. Well, Crystal Pepsi's been relaunched. Yeah, but, oh! That's why I bring it up. I'm, I'm or, talking about, or, I'm getting to the zeitgeist, Chris. <laughs> Current events, come on! Or maybe it is just the old supplies and all the chemicals in it have kept it alive. Who knows? Orders to dream! Oh, God. Um, we yeah, don't! I mean, it goes through your battery like this note, like Billy O. <laughs> I mean. Like it, William O. Oh, God, it, it. It's just, every time you throw a ball, you live in fear of it losing, because, the amount of times it pings the server, mm-hmm. I feel like the only thing it actually downloads on the app is the game engine and the RSS. Because mm. the amount of times it has to ping the server, I feel like all the calculation is done on server side. Like nothing is done on the phone end. Are you trying like... to say that if somebody wanted to just easily hack into said server, they could do it? And stop everybody from playing it for at least oh, two days that, approximately that, over the course of the weekend. That, and then that, claim that, responsibility that, for the hack on the yes, Monday evening. Yes. And just get a response that basically calculates everybody on the planet going, why? Why? You killjoys. Because every, I mean, there's a lot of killjoys, but there's a lot of people, there was a, oh, someone, there's a wonderful, a wonderfully trite and po-faced article about how, <laughs> uh, Pokemon Go was just like a consumerist, um, sort of tool. And if you enjoyed it, you were intellectually devoid. <laughs> it's like, oh, for fuck's sake. I mean, I... I well, it's all the people who go, oh, if you're playing it, you're a zombie and you just yeah, fall in. It's, like, it's, like, it's a game. Oh, it's fine. I'm so sorry that I'm going on walks to yeah. places I may never have explored before, bumping into other people, awkwardly laughing, starting joking with them because we all know we're doing the same thing. And then giving them a quick hand job. Start trading... Story. <laughs> sorry, what have you been doing? Oh, sorry, I'm, I, uh, I Pokemon dogging. Um, <laughs> no, uh, so Pokemon go down, <laughs> just like the servers. So, um, oh man, here's the thing. I I get the concept. Of those the game. servers go down more than a, the the I, inhabitants of the nearest Brothel. I'm okay with the concept of the game. <laughs> I think in execution, it's fucking terrible. Yes. Yes, 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 it's yes, a yes. bad game. Yes, the, the 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 Pokemon combat piece of shit. Oh yeah, I, it, do you know it what? I've, I've barely gymmed, and I'm like, wait, I just have to tap them if, and swipe sideways. If you can get into a fight, it doesn't work. Turn based combat needs to be implemented into. But it. then turn based combat wouldn't work because the amount of times I'd have to ping the server, you'd never get through a full fight because the servers wouldn't would crash after three turns. Yeah, good point. The hey, amount of times I've caught, I've managed to come across a decent Pokemon. Yeah. Get it in the ball. As soon as that ball closes, doesn't rock, doesn't flash. Just game, just freezes. I'd, I'd say out of about eighty odd catches I've made, about twenty three, twenty four. I think it's have done that. It's easily yeah. half for me. Good lord! Easily half of my catches have ended in a in a, in, in a free in a hard freeze. Mind you, at the, 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 app. We, the weekend, and then it takes me four or five attempts to restart the fucking app uh, and reconnect. At the weekend, the location I was. Um, Working from, I had sort of like that, a room for, for me to put my uh, notes and everything in and have lunch in. Um, and it was slap bang in the, the side of this building overlooking the town square. And there were two points of interest in the town square that were poker stops. And throughout the day, I'm assuming it's local businesses doing this, throughout the day, they were just constantly activating laws. Yeah. So yeah. whenever I went upstairs to this room, I'd go, oh, check my phone. And I caught something in that room yeah. every damn time. So that, I think. The server managed to connect. Maybe it was because I had a decent Wi-Fi connection in the building. Maybe I don't know if it was a little stronger I, because of that. I or... think it's just luck. or Wales is just you know. <laughs> I think it's just luck because I cannot get on there for love and money. It, just, it doesn't like me. Or it works for five minutes and then just dies again. Or I'll be the worst one where you're just on the map screen 
And then there's touchscreen just stops responding. Yeah, I've had that. Oh, go and you tap something and it can't decide if it's loading or not like, loading. Your menu icons work. Like you can <laughs> you can look at your Pokemon, you can look at your trainer, but you can't touch anything on the map, you can't touch your Poker Spot, you can't touch your Pokemon. As far as the problem is. And then the fucking lightbulbs will pop up and you can't fucking <laughs> touch him and then you have to force close the app and then you reopen the app and he's gone because it took you five attempts to get the fucking app reconnected after you force closed it. So Matt's enjoying Pokemon Go. Um Look, you know you know what I do when Pokemon Go crashes on me? I go with a bag, I get my three DS, and I play an actual fucking Pokemon game. <laughs> I boot up Pokemon Alpha Sapphire and I actually play a Pokemon game. Oh wait, you said an actual Pokemon an game. Actual Pokemon game. Oh, oh sorry, no. Not even an actual Pokemon game. An actual game. It's an actual game because it actually works. Like someone at Niantic got this app. They ran it, and the QA team came back and they reported, you know what, work is intended. So apparently, they don't intend it to fucking work, ever. <laughs> doesn't work! It does not work. And when it does work, it sucks. Now, I'm glad y'all are having fun with it. I like Pokemon <laughs> as much as the next guy. I'm happy that people are into Pokemon and having fun with Pokemon. You enjoy Pokemon Go, it works for you. You're happy to put up with the five or six attempts it takes to reconnect every time it fucking crashes on you, which it does every five minutes. You know what? More power to you. My opinion, this game's a piece of shit, and the Antic need to do some serious work before they fucking can call this a success. Because what's going to happen now, over the next couple of weeks, if this continues and the servers don't continue to promote, these people are going to lose interest and they're going to walk away from the game. And I think you could have something really fun on your hands here. If you use you get people out and about, you get people together, coming together socially, and you have and you introduce trading mechanics and proper battle, proper PvP that's not just asymmetric gym battles. Actually, you know, take all the things that are great about the Pokemon games that already exist on handheld fucking consoles and implement them into a mobile game that actually, you know, works. You can have something really special on your hands. But at the moment, it's a broken mess. Um, so if you're having fun with it, fine. Great, more power to you. But it is shit. Let's just get that straight. Um, but you know what's not great about the, the, the Pokemon Go phenomenon? Go on. People are being real stupid. Oh, God, yes. People are being Sweet really Lord, stupid. Yes, there is, there is some dumb shit going so on. So there are, mo- there are multiple, multiple reports. <laughs> multiple people. Multiplying. Multiple people think, you know, I'm behind the wheel of my automobile. <laughs> I'm driving to a place. I'm on a road with other cars. But you know what? I'm going to do, I'm going to get my phone out. Which is illegal, by the way. At least in this country, and I'm and I think in America as well. Pretty much every country. You get your phone out. Any, any country with any fucking common sense, so probably not America. Um, <laughs> I I want to get my phone out. To all of our American listeners, you know it's true. You, yeah, <laughs> don't even try and deny it. Um, I mean, hey, our country. Oh, look at all. Look at the situation we're in. We ain't doing much better. Um, look, here's the thing. You're behind the wheel of the car, you think, you know what, I'm going to get my phone out. Whip it right. You already done fucked up, son. (laughs) (laughs) You already done fucked up. You done fucked up. You know what? You get that phone in your hand, you go, I'm going to boot up Pokemon Go. Well, two, you fucked up twice. (laughs) Ooh, not doing well here. (laughs) Then, you're not Pokemon Go, you're in your car. And I bet you think, I know what you're thinking. I know what you're thinking, you're thinking, oh, I'm going... You know, I'm travelling a real distance here. I'm going to get myself some steps on my eggs. Hatch some more eggs. 
Well, son, you done fucked up three times. <laughs> because if you're going more than like 20 miles per hour, that doesn't register as steps to your eggs because you're going too damn fast. Because the one thing they did design into the game, you know, apart from, the, apart from it working, they forgot to put that bit in. But one thing they did put in it was that it knows that if you're travelling over a certain speed, you're probably in a car. Yeah. So it's not going to count your steps. Yeah. Now, so you, you think you're getting your your steps and your uh, and your eggs, and you're not. So that's three. That's three fuck-ups. Doing real well. Doing real well, son. Here's what happens after that. Pokemon pops up. Let's say it's a Pikachu. In the middle of the fucking road. You go, I'm going to catch that shit. Oh, son, you done fucked up four times. And you don't get a fifth. Because then what happens is you crash. And you cause a pile-up. And you cause a traffic accident. You know why? Because you're playing Pokemon Go behind the wheel. Why would you do that? <laughs> What's wrong with you? So to celebrate this outpouring of moronic nonsense. Because, let, again, let us reiterate. Put your phone down! If you're having fun, Awesome. If this thing eventually gets fixed, brilliant. But at the same time, this game, for everyone, whether your server is down, whether your thing freezes, when you first open it, the game tells everybody the same damn thing. It says, beware of your surroundings. Well, it doesn't say that to me. It says, can't connect to the server. But okay. Yeah. But when it gets past that bit, <laughs> eventually, after six days, there's a big damn picture, and the only thing, the only, in fact, the only instruction the game gives you is be aware of your surroundings. Be aware of your surroundings. These dumb motherfuckers were not aware of their surroundings. Ladies and gentlemen, we're going to bring <sighs> forth, and we've not told each other which stories we've got, but a bunch of stories of dumb motherfuckers playing Pokemon Go. Who wants to go first? Do you want to go first? So, I guess it goes both ways. <laughs> uh, the whole road thing, because... I thought it meant Pikachu. I, I guess... Like, well, he's well, a guy. Also, they haven't got genders in this game yet because it's only the original 151 and it's red, blue, and yellow mechanics, so no one has genders. <laughs> you can't know your Pokemon accurately because you don't know if they're girls or boys. Apart from Nidoran, obviously. Oh, yeah. The ones that completely defy the numbering system. Gender dimorphism. Um, <laughs> so, girl walks out onto a highway while playing Pokemon Go and gets hit by a car. Good God. Teen blames Pokemon Go for a traffic accident. Not herself! <laughs> Not herself and not looking before she crosses a fucking road. <laughs> she didn't think, oh, you know what? Maybe I shouldn't look before I cross that road. Not like, oh, I'm, you know, I'm really invested in catching this Pokemon. I'm just going to walk into this road full of cars. Oh, I've been hit. Oh, should have looked, looked across that road. No. It's like, you know what? It was Pokemon's fault. It was Pokemon's fault. So, a f- the invisible rat in the road nearly 15, got me killed. A 15 year old girl. Okay, so we're talking on the cusp of adulthood. Somebody who has enough sense about them. The common sense is probably not quite completely developed as of yet, but they're on their way there. She blames the game because she had, <laughs> she was, she said she was forced. She was forced to cross oh. a four lane road to catch Pokemon on Tuesday. Oh! You were forced to, were you? <laughs> what what compelled you to cross the road? Huh? Did you not know? A Nintendo employee grabbed her by the arm and pulled her across the road and then left her there in the middle of the highway. Her mum says, kids don't just cross the highway for no reason. No shit! <laughs> it's the oldest joke in the world. Why did the chicken cross the road? To catch a freaking invisible ca- animal. To catch an invisible animal. <laughs> 
Jesus. Mental. Look, more than eight people are killed and 1,161 are injured every day in the United States in crashes involving a distracted driver. I'm not sure what the figures are for the UK, but I might do something similar. According to the Centre for Disease Control. Why the Centre for Disease Control are collecting innocence on, cast- on car accidents, I have no idea, because last time I said the character and it wasn't a fucking disease. Well, and know, you can't control like, it. I don't know. It does sound like a bit of an epidemic at this point. Um, <laughs> and there are, there are also other cases where the driver's are like, I'm playing Pokemon Go behind my wheel. Herp a derp derp derp. Look. <laughs> Moral of the story is don't play Pokemon Go behind your damn Just, wheel. When, and her mum says, when she called and said she got hit by a car, I blame the game. She would not have been out of the house. My daughter is a hermit. That sounds like a parent who's joking. If your daughter's 15 years old... But also baffled. <laughs> if your daughter's 15 years old, she goes out of the house, doesn't know how to cross the road, then you've done fucked up as a parent. You've done fucked up five times. Oh, God. Are you keeping count at home? you writing down that on your scorecard? You know your big I... damn scorecard? But you can't. Look up five times. You fucked up five times. Oh my god, that's Yahtzee. Yeah. Yahtzee! Let's <laughs> <laughs> fuck up Yahtzee. <laughs> oh. oh my oh god. Oh god. It's like a reverse oh achievement. Oh god. Well, let's 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 go to a Pokemon oh, encounter in a more positive no. place. But you know, one of my biggest pet peeves in the world is I understand that Facebook is a platform for people to share things, and I understand that people want to, you know, like the moment someone proposes, for example, they want to let everybody know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. When we got engaged. We didn't. We waited a day. We liked the fact that we knew for a day, and then everyone else could find out and, and stuff like that. But there are people, obviously, like they take photos of their babies, the moment they're born, doctor holding the baby, and things like that. And it's like, no offense. You've written a four or five paragraph post. I know you want to share the good news with everybody, but take a moment to go and hold your damn wife and be with the baby. Just have 10, 15 minutes just with you guys and then go, oh my God, I'm going to let everybody know. Just, just, why are you, ah, mm, mm. Mm. So taking that to the next level, there's a guy who caught a Pidgey whilst his wife was giving birth. Um, can I just, can I just go back to the headline? Go yeah, the, the headline, headline of this particular article, it's on a website that I regret being on, but they had the most clear version of this story to its fullest. Okay. Most, uh, um, the headline is, this guy who caught a Pidgey while his wife gave birth is the true Pokemaster. Fuck you, BuzzFeed! <laughs> Fuck you! Oh my god. He's a true Pokemaster because he spent one of the most important moments of his life catching a Fucking Pidgey! I mean, I can understand if it was a Gyarados. So, it says, Jonathan Thurrier told BuzzFeed that he took a photo while he and his wife, Jessica, were waiting for her C-section to begin. Oh, hold up, hold up, hold up. Oh my god, it was hold up. surgery. Hold up. Oh. Right? Yeah. Well, so, back up now, give her brother room. No, look. <laughs> the guy who caught a Pidgey while his wife gave birth, birth. is the headline. Yeah? Yes, that's what the headline is telling us. Took the photo while he and his wife, Jessica, were waiting... For her C-section to begin. So she's lay there, about to be in I, uncertain terms. No, no, no. That's not the problem here. Oh. <laughs> well, there's many problems here. If her C-section has not yet begun, <laughs> she is not giving birth yet. <laughs> so not only does your headline make you sound like a prick, <laughs> but it's not even correct. Now, I, I understand. I understand that criticising BuzzFeed for its lack of journalistic integrity is a little like pissing into a tornado. 
but I just thought I'd point that out. The more you know. <laughs> Back to our regularly scheduled programming. Also, fuck you, BuzzFeed. <laughs> well, I'm more... Well, to be fair, it's BuzzFeed, but I'm more annoyed at the guy. At this moment in time, shouldn't he be holding a hand, making her feel comfortable, saying, baby, I'll see you on the other side. Get it? No, no, no. Posted the image on uh, Imgur, or Imgur, whatever the hell you want to call Imager. it. Imager. Imager. I, I read it as Imager. Imager. Um, the photo uh, has been viewed more than 500,000 times since it was posted on that day. It'll been viewed much more by now. Um, and comments include people saying, if she's your wife, she should understand how important this Pidgey is. What's this? Your wife is hatching. Da, 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 da. Okay, that's kind of a funny joke, but still. No, it isn't. Your wife gave birth to a No, Pidgey. it isn't! You should be proud. And people also suggested they should call the kid Pidgey. Oh, good lord. Now, he posted a photo afterwards when the baby was born, and that, that doesn't look like an immediately birthed baby photo, so at least he didn't break that cardinal sin on my list. He still took a photo of him and his poorly terrified, nervous wife. Probably not even drugged up yet. Maybe on the way to Happy Town. I don't know. With a goddamn pigeon. So, priorities, people. I mean, to be fair, you're not being run over at this point. But at the same time, maximum douche points awarded. Well done to you. God Please damn tell it. me there is a funny Pokemon story on your list that doesn't involve douchebaggery. Um, so I've only seen the headline for this one. Oh, I'm surprise. I'm about to dive in. It's like a Kinder Egg. Uh, well, we're not sponsored. But if they would like to sponsor us, I love that chocolate. Don't, so. don't sponsor me. Kin- well, they're part, they're a European company, so we won't be getting any sponsorships from them soon. Hey! Um, oh, wait, no, it's sad. <laughs> it's sad. So. <laughs> someone, some joker online, online, posted in a tips and tricks thing for Pokemon Go. Okay. That if you microwave your phone... Oh, God. It'll help you hatch your eggs quicker. Oh, God. And I'm showing Christopher a picture... Oh, God. ...of some poor sod that microwaved his phone. Ladies and gentlemen, the Darwin Awards Lifetime Achievement Trophy this year. Look. Good God. Here's the thing. This is this is this is cut for Bieber. This is cut. I mean, for, I, this is cut for Bulbasaur. I refuse. That's what to, this is. I refuse to believe that people are this stupid. But there's your proof. But something <laughs> happened to that phone in that picture. It has melted. It fucking exploded. Oh my god! Look, here's the thing. Oh, put it away. Lift. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, it's just really warm. Um, <laughs> Lithium-ion batteries. Are not fun things. <laughs> they they are like little bombs. Don't put them in a microwave. <laughs> Do you remember when you were at school and you were in science class and your teacher dropped a little nugget of lithium into a bowl? Yeah, that's the kind of stuff that's in your phone battery. Don't heat that shit up. It will explode. So Pokemon Go is getting dangerous. People are blowing up the goddamn phones. They're blowing up microwaves. I'm going to try and one-up that. How about getting stabbed and then continuing to play? Forest Grove. This is where the story comes from. Pokemon Go is the latest game sweeping the nation. We know that. Michael Baker was determined to catch all the Pokemon he could around 1am Monday morning. Good for Michael Baker. It's been the 21-year-old's dream to play his childhood game in real life. Hey, mate, 
At the age of eight, we all had that dream. You're not playing it in real life. Please calm down. It's been too long, too long. Gotta be the first one to catch them all, said Baker. When the game came out, Baker was set on being the best. I basically risked my life. Early Monday morning, Baker was walking near 19th and Filbert in Forest Grove to catch as many Pokemon as possible when he saw another man possibly playing the same game. I saw him go by and asked if he was playing Pokemon Go. He was like, what? I guess he wanted to battle because he came up at me with a knife, said Baker. Baker said he didn't go to the hospital because he still wanted to hunt for Pokemon and other things. Right after I was stabbed, I continued my mission for chips and beer. Other Pokemon Go players said they've seen new stories around the game. One person in Wyoming stumbled upon a body while playing, and the police in Missouri said a group used the game to rob people. We knew about that, but I'm sorry, this is a story that seems to have almost been swept under. It's a dude who got stabbed in the middle of the morning, while out about, possibly robbed, and just carrying on playing. I don't believe that that is a real story. See, I'm not sure either, but the BBC got verified. Um, I know. I know. I would like to know more. Just to prove that it's genuine, would I would like, like to know. know I would like to know what happened. <laughs> oh, God, I love that film. I would like to know what happened next. I would like to know why he didn't rush the thingy. I'm assuming the stab wound was minor, if it's real. But even so, you'd still go to the hospital. What point, do you think, point is, you? point is, either a dude got stabbed and then still continued to play this game because he was like, "Oh, this is a good site for catching Pokemon and going to get a snack afterwards," <laughs> or a dude made up that story thinking he would sound cool. So uh, that's kind of shit. On the plus side, two marines playing Pokemon Go helped catch an attempted murderer suspect. Uh, yep, this is in uh, California, Fullerton. Two men playing Pokemon Jesus Go helped, helped police catch an attempted murder suspect in Fullerton. Seth Ortega and Javier Sock, both marines, were playing the game in a park near Wilshire and Pomona Avenues in downtown Fullerton about 10.30am. Sock said his game froze and he happened to look up and noticed a man carrying a red plastic rose. Ortega and Sock said they watched the man approach a woman and her three children. The woman and her children quickly ran away from the man, according to the Marines. The mother called 911, while Ortega and Sock kept a watchful eye on the man. They said that they watched the man approach another woman and her two children, who were also playing Pokemon Go. We see the gentleman go approach them again, and at this point me and my roommate start walking across the street, and the gentleman actually walks up and touches one of the children, one of the boys, his toe, starts walking his way up his knee, Ortega explained. At this point, I'm running across the street, and a gentleman who is walking down the street does the same thing. Ortega continued. The children ran to their mother as Ortega and Zock stayed with the man till officers arrived. Authorities said the man was arrested for child annoyance and it was discovered that he had an outstanding warrant for attempted murder in Sonoma, California. Police said the man would be extradited to Sonoma for the attempted murder warrant. So an escaped possible murderer was picking up a child's leg and using Pokemon Go as an excuse to have a chat with them. And only... Plus points for Pokemon Go, two Marines who were checking it out were there on the scene. I still think Pokemon Go is the worst idea ever. Really? Yeah. Donald Trump. Well, Donald Trump's not an idea, he's more of a... No, he's an idea that's been pushed too far. You saw the cracked short film, which is <laughs> excellent, by the way. If you've not seen it, it's amazing. Um, <laughs> you've seen it, haven't you? Oh, it's going to be a really funny joke. It's going to be a really funny joke. Um, this one's my favourite. I got caught cheating through Pokemon Go. Pokemon Go ruined my love life. Evan, how do you say this name? Scribner. Scribner. Evan Scribner. Sounds like a rejected Ghostbusters name. Evan Scribner claims he's now single after his girlfriend discovered he was cheating on her thanks to the geolocation feature in the game. Scribner told The Post 
His big mistake was playing the game after canoodling with an ex-girlfriend in Bushwick. What the f- well, yeah, well... The mobile game leads players to virtual creatures located in the world with the mapping software. And that means anyone snooping on a player's phone will be able to see his or her whereabouts at a given time. She saw I'd caught Pokemon whilst at my ex's house. Because, of course, when you look at your Pokemon, it says where you caught them. So she's looking through his Pokemon and going, Oh, that's... Isn't that where such a body used to live? And he's like, uh... I guess... She found out last night at my house and hasn't contacted me since then, Scribner said. Unlike Scribner, some players claim the game has given them lady luck. Pokemon goes great for my mental, he- mental health. I also got laid, said Truth Hurts Clown. I don't see how those two things are connected. Neither do I. The game created by Niantic and the Pokemon Company has reinduced Pokemania and apparently also exposed this cheating scumbag. Hey, so, here's yeah. the thing, guys. Here's a thing. Don't cheat on people. Like, you want to... Even if they have a Snorlax in their bedroom. You want multiple partners, that's something you need to work out with your partners. You know? What's that called? Is it poly, polyagamy? Poly, isn't polyamory. It? Pokey, pokeyamory. 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 Is what he po- wanted. He wanted pokeyamory. You want, po- you want to be pokeyamorous? He wanted to poke it pokeyamory. Fine. But that needs to be, that needs to be the thing you agree with your poke partners. Poke partners. You know? <laughs> that's not just something you could, you know, just go, I am polyamorous and your partner has no saying it. That's not how that works. Do that. Um, yeah, something you need to work on with your partners. Something that we need to work Why? on. Why? What do we need to work on? We need to work on a business, my friend. Why? Because this is the most bizarre Pokemon Go story that I have found. More bizarre than the bloated corpse being found in a river. More bizarre than those two idiots who climbed over a fence not looking after the cliff drop that was yeah. behind the fence. God damn it. Even, even, even more interesting than those two idiots that climbed into that cave-like tunnel. Those tunnels got completely lost and had to phone like the police and the fire brigade to find them. <laughs> because they're morons. No. Even better than that. There is a positive to this that we could take advantage of. No, there isn't. Oh, there is. There's nothing because positive about this. Because you can charge to train people's Pokemon for them while they're at work. What? If you don't have the time or can't be bothered to play the game, why not hire a trainer to do it for you? New York University graduate Ivy Saint... What? Yeah, Ivy said, I've placed an advert... Well done, BBC. Just, just, just to reiterate, this is on BBC Newsbeat, and already... Typing errors. Ivy St. Ive, I think that's supposed to be. You've... Ive. Ivy St. Ive placed an advert on Craigslist offering her services for $20 an hour, which has since been deleted. She offered to walk around the city for four hours at a time catching creatures and giving hourly updates. Ivy knows her stuff. She has a tattoo of Golbat and has been playing the game since 1997 and is already a level 15 trainer on Well, shit! Man, Give her all eight badges! Make her the Pokemon League champion! She's got a tattoo of Golbat! A man in Baltimore is also offering to drive people around for 25 bucks an hour so they can catch Pokemon, while another entrepreneur is offering rides around Portland, Oregon for 30 bucks per person for two hours. I'd also like to say that playing Pokemon since 1997 has no bearing on Pokemon Go because they're different fucking games. It's not the same thing, son! been taking your carry pills again. Oh, man! See? This you, is how far Pokemon Go gets your, up my you've nose. Got, you've got your reservations about Pokemon Go. It's completely understandable. But you could be making coins, son. You could be making bank. No. You can say to some poor bugger, can I have your phone? And they'll go, yes, because that's how gullible we are now. And you could walk around with their phone for three hours. You could catch them a bunch of ratatas. You could earn 30 quid. You could go home. You could cry into your own... Pants. Presumably, I cram myself to sleep every night as it is, Christopher. Yeah, but now you can do it to the sounds of 
I'm not going to play. I've again. been doing that since 1999. So we've asked you guys for some of your Pokemon stories, your Pokemon Go stories. See whether you've been having fun with it, whether you've been having faults. And I've got to say, some of y'all are bullshitting. Some of you are definitely telling lies. You hit me with these stories. So I'm going to give you the Pokemon stories I've been given. Yeah. And you tell me if they're bullshitting. Yeah, all right. Yeah. Over on Twitter, Nerve Sphere Game. Not really my Pokemon Go story, but I witnessed it. Me and my mate went out to the food market and played some Pokemon Go. He started having a seizure for seemingly no reason. He's never done this before. He then fell over, bashed his head, got a concussion, and after the ambulance showed up, he woke up and couldn't remember much at all. He's okay now. Now, I asked for Pokemon Go stories. That's not a Pokemon Go story. One, it's not a Pokemon Go story. No. Two, it is your story because you're telling it (laughs) and you were there. Three, your friend might be seriously ill. You should probably look after him and stop playing Pokemon Go. Next one. <laughs> okay. Next one is also on the old Twitter. And it goes as per such. This is from uh, username Ian McLean 97 Me and my sister were on a bus. She caught a rare one and it crashed. I walked down my road my first time catching. It crashed. Use the magic smell things. I'm guessing means uh, the uh, incense. I can only catch three before it crashes. Uh... I mean, that is a Pokemon Go story. Mm, it's not a story. It's a series of bullet points. However, judging by your experiences... That's exactly that. No, no. No, you don't understand. That's how Pokemon Go works. Right? That works as intended. That's what you're telling me. That's what the QA guy said. Works as intended. That's just the game. Don't worry about it. It's don't fine. Worry. Don't worry about it. It's fine. It's don't fine. worry about it. That's how it's supposed to work. Over on Instagram... Mitch97ZZZ. I was running to get Pikachu. I hit someone on a bicycle, face planted, then my friend uh, tried, uh, tried over me and broke his wrist. Well, why. Why were you. Why were you trying. Why were you running to get a Pikachu? Yeah, because here's the thing. Shows up on your map, you tap it. It comes to you. Yeah. Secondly, I call bullshit. That sounds like a terrible silent movie. Why were you hitting someone on a bicycle? What did they do to you? <laughs> and then why would your friend trip over your your l- seemingly twitching, near lifeless body on the floor and break their wrist? Y'all are mad for some Pikachus. <clears throat> if these are true stories, get help. Get help. Jamazingi, I hatched a Pikachu, which is rare, because that means that the Pichu evolved in the egg. Um Well So this is what right, this is this right. is this is why I All benefit right, this is this. why I this is why I benefit from Pokemon Go. Because to me, there is nothing beyond, say, the original 250 from, like, the second generation of games. I'm happy to just have the first 150. You're missing wanna... out, son. You're missing, missing out. Am I missing out big time. on a lampshade and a coat hanger and a thing that looks like a like a bloody phone in a microwave? I'm not missing out at all, son. Listen, don't you talk shit about Klefki. I've got... I The weirdest mind get is they're clearly named after two martial arts actors. That's the weirdest mind get. You're missing out on Klefki... You're missing out. No, you get those. You get those sort of in the middle of your chin. You're missing out on Gume and Gudra. I, I, I get those too, but I've got a cream for them. You're missing out on High Dragon. You're missing out on Volcarona. Captain America's one oh, of them. Oh, man. You're and I drink that all the time. So much stuff. So many good Pokemon, son. So many. And then some of the new ones from the Sun and Moon, which are coming out in November, look really good as well. There's a stoner. There's like a stoner dragon called. It's called. Called Drumpa. 
like a stone and grandpa dragon. It looks like the dude. It looks like, it looks like the look dragon from Never Ending Story. It's so good. I understand Hawaii element so much. I want that game right now. For those who maybe oh. were doubting if Matt actually liked Pokemon, um, yeah, no, Matt freaking I loves Pokemon. I really, really <laughs> can't wait for Sun and Moon. Fuck Pokemon Go. Next question. Next story that's not a real story. This is a story. This is a statement from a good pal, Charlie. Hello, Charlie. So it turns out drowsies are the rats of the Pokemon world, more so than actual rat ones. So many drowsies! Drowsies everywhere! The amount of hypnos I've seen dominating gyms is nuts. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's because there's just so many drowsies. All them drowsies. It's really easy to evolve them and power them up. Oh, them drowsies! It's a plague of drowsies. Maybe it's a metaphor the fact that we're all all asleep. We're sleepwalking. We're sleepwalking through the world. That or the app is eating our dreams. Probably both. Stan Waldron 100, what happened to the first 99, went into a woods and had to climb a tree to get a drowsy, then fell down and broke my arm. Well, that's what happened to the first 99. Yeah. Why are you climbing a tree to get a drowsy? That's not how the game works. You see drowsy on your map. You tap it. You catch drowsy. You do not need to climb a tree, son. I'm sorry you broke your arm. I call bullshit. But you were being stupid. I call bullshit. I don't even think that's a thing. I call utter bullshit on that story, I'm afraid. Maybe the previous 99 had better luck. Yeah. But number 100, no, no, no. I I think this is a fabrication for your own sick and twisted delight. Don't climb trees (laughs) to catch drowsies. That was was the motto of someone. That ain't how. This game sees that is, that doesn't work. Your position in the world. Okay, please so. stop. Please stop. This one's from Pineapple Chatty. That's my pokey rap. Pineapple. <laughs> this one's green. This one's green. That one's red. This one's green. It's another green one. That's another Pikachu sort of. That's my poker rap. Um, and Pineapple Chazzy. Hello. I was in town and someone said they found a Pikachu near our local Tesco's. So everyone ran to Tesco's. When I got there, I shoved and bashed my head on a bench. Wait. I got shoved and bashed my head on a bench. What do you mean, everyone? I didn't go there. Everyone! <laughs> What's that from? Leon. Oh, God. Um, the professional. Everyone? The pineapple. Everyone? <laughs> everyone ran to Tesco's? Again. That's... Everyone in the world! That's not how this game works. We could be sat in the same room and my phone could be telling me that there is a, a, a Tangela or whatever it's called, nearby. And yours could be telling you that that's not there at all, but there's an Aerodactyl somewhere. If a Pokemon is running distance away, <laughs> it ain't on your map. So you don't know where it is. <laughs> so why are you running? Are you running from someone? Did you do something bad? Are you running from your past? Are you running from your future? Are you running um, from the alimony? Oh. Are you running from the divorce settlement? Are you running from the clowns? I call bullshit. So, then again, if all these injuries were real, I hope you all get better soon. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm sorry that some of you have got hurt, but... If you did if, get hurt. <laughs> if, you, if, if you did get hurt, and you got hurt doing these things you said you did... Stop it. Why? <laughs> it's not worth it. Why right? are you doing that? It's Don't not, do that! It's not worth it's it. It's dumb! It's not worth it, man. It's not... Well, it's not how the game works, for one thing. Nil nine and indeed nicked. Although, to be fair, again, but again, this this is how the game is designed, remember. This is this is the QA department marketing working yeah. as intended. <laughs> this game fucking doesn't tell you how it works. <laughs> oh my god, the lack of instructions. It doesn't tell you anything. 
you know, doesn't tell you how to throw Pokeballs. Doesn't tell you what the rings mean. Doesn't tell you that you can put spin on Pokeballs. Doesn't tell you that if you drop a Pokeball and you can still see it after it's bounced with the Pokemon, you can pick that shit back up. It doesn't what? tell you anything. The amount I've wasted. You could just if the Pokeball misses the Pokeball, if you tap on it real quick, you can pick it back up. If it up. rolls off the screen, you can't get it. But right. if you can still see it, you can pick it back up. Oh my god. Yeah. Was that on Mars? Yeah. I was kind of enjoying it up until this point. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god! I introduced it to the team I was working with this weekend at the event. They were all like, "So how, how's it go?" Because I'd, I'd noticed that it doesn't. I noticed that it's these, Pokemon uh, Stop. I noticed that these stones outside of our hotel were classed as a Pokestop, and I clicked it, and it did the thing where they obviously want it to do this, but they haven't really. You know, it doesn't work with everything. Where some of them have a bit of information about the thing. I clicked on it. I was like, "Oh, these stones were erected in like 1839 or whatever, and they're part of an old chapel that used to be around here." And I was like, "Oh, that's kind of cool." And they were like, "Oh, so that's how it works." So, three of them around the table all downloaded the app to give it a go. Oh, go on, give it a try. All three of them couldn't tap on one of the starters. Not because they were incompetent, but because the game wasn't responding. No, it's working as intended. It wasn't reacting. That's how it works. What are you talking about? That's how the game works. No, that's not how it works. QA came back, said that's how it works. That, that's, game's fine. This game's incomplete. Game's fine. Excuse nope. Me. Nope. Excuse me. Nope. You, nope. Oh, but there's the... Nope, it's out. It's launched. That's Pokemon Go. That's how, it's, that's how it works. That's 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 how we designed it. Five out of five. We'll do that again. Uh, right. I think we need to call it a night. I'm going to go and I'm going to get my 3DS. Yes. I'm going to play some actual Pokemon. Do you know what I'm going to do? What? I'm going to try and get Pokemon Stadium going on the N64. Okay. Ooh. Okay. Ooh. You got me, son. Ooh. Let's. Pokemon Go. But not on Pokemon Go, because Pokemon Go sucks. Yeah, Pokemon Go away. Come again another day. Pokemon stop. If you want to get in touch with us throughout the week, bigdamncontact at gmail.com. That's bigdamncontact at gmail.com. Or you could tweet either of us at the Matty what, uh, W-A-T-T, or at official CDJ, uh, T-W-A-T. And we have got other things you can do. Big Damn Blog on Tumblr. You can listen to past episodes of this. You can go and tug one out. We'll see you later. Oh, if you don't fall off a cliff playing after a Pikachu. But it was level 19, so... I hate you.